Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, March 21st, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Whitney McDonald. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending March 18th, 2022. Last week, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter percentage point after signaling a rate hike over the past several months. This is likely the first hike of six for 2022 as inflation continues to remain a major concern in today's economic environment. Increasing interest rates is a is a balancing act for the Fed and needs to be done gradually to avoid the risk of inflation, quote, getting out of control. Looking in the ahead, the Fed could end up raising interest rates as high as 3.25% in the next year, which would be the highest rate since 2008. That is assuming that they raise it by a quarter of a basis point in each of those six um, increases. Following the rate hike, some of the nation's largest banks with auto lending arms announced prime rate increases, including Bank of America, Fifth Third, JP Morgan Chase, PNC Financial, Truist Bank, and Wells Fargo. Each of these banks increased their prime rates by 25 basis points to 3.5% last Thursday. Auto loan rates, too, have been climbing over the past several months in anticipation of, anticipation of the Fed's rising rates and are expected to continue to rise throughout the year. Also, last week, Digital Marketplace Fair entered into an asset purchase agreement with Consumer Finance Assets Asset Management to sell its leasing and subscription assets, including vehicles, consumer contracts, and receivables. The deal is running parallel with Fair's Marketplace Asset Purchase Agreement with Shift Technologies. Speaking of leasing, uh, Whitney, you spoke with Credit Union Leasing of America last week about leasing trends. Uh, Whitney, what, what did they have to say? Yeah, I was able to talk with them last week. Um, as we know, an ongoing industry trend has been that manufacturers are not, um, there's no need for incentives right now. So incentive spending continues to be low as supply shortages continue and demand continues to drive sale. So this pressure on the market, um, Kula shared with me that the lack of need for incentives has actually allowed credit unions to take more of the leasing market share from OEMs uh, like GM and Ford, who have continued to slash incentive spend into the fourth quarter of 2021. So this has evened the playing field they shared with us um, and allowed credit unions to kind of have more of a competitive um, state in the space. So Kula, for one, um, they have 32 credit unions and more credit unions are actually joining um, onto auto lending right now because they have a little bit more of a competitive edge than they have in the past. Um, so yeah, Kula is, has five more credit unions joining, on to, joining them um, and they're expanding their footprint to 15 more states this year. So that just shows um, the growth that they're seeing. Um, so yeah, the growth in the credit space has has taken place as incentive spend remains low. There's really still no telling when incentives are going to be coming back. If they are, dealers are remaining profitable, OEMs are remaining profitable. So it's been kind of a benefit for credit unions to be able to be a little bit more competitive and add to their lease portfolios right now. So that was an interesting conversation last week. Right, and an in interesting trend. I want to shift gears a little bit here uh, and talk about another trend that we, you know, we're always closely watching, and that is fraud. 
um, which is always top of mind uh, for lenders. Um, last week, you also spoke with uh, Point Predictive Chief um, Fraud Strategist Frank McKenna on you know what's going on in the volume of auto loan fraud. So what's what's going on there? Yeah, a lot of big interviews last week. Um, last month or this month, Point Predictive, um, their auto fraud trends report came out and it showed that auto loan fraud increased 5% year over year to $7.7 billion in 2021. So that's a big number. Um, the shift to digi digitization, um, the end of government stimulus funds, that all contributed to the growing fraud rates. Um, the leading fraud was employment fraud. Um, that accounted for $4.7 billion or more than 60% of the total fraud. Uh, that was followed by income misrepresentation and the use of synthetic identities, which is that combination of both true and false identification in the process. Um, so fraudsters are benefiting from that shift to digitization in the space. Um, they can apply for multiple loans online, never stepping foot into a dealership, never having to show face. And if they don't get approved, they just move along to the next lender um, like it never happened. So the influx of fraud does follow Point Predictive's December 2021 report where auto loan application fraud um, linked to fake employers surpassed a billion dollars. So fraud is top of mind. Digital transactions aren't going anywhere. More deals are moving online. So fraud is going to remain a, a hot topic in the space right now. And we are going to be continuing to following along as we see those big numbers um, surface. So we'll be watching for what red flags lenders can watch for and following along on the fraud front. Great. Thanks, Whitney. Um, that about does it for this episode today. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap. And please follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. We'll see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.